Did I put you in the right mood, Shelly? Are you happy? Because I'm happy. She's not even there. She's gone. Anyway, 750, this is BS.show. BS.show. That's who we are. We're BS.show. Brad and Shelly. And, and yes, I am happy. Thank you very you much. Happy? And just give me a second to take a breath no, and answer. No, you can't. Answer. You don't, don't have a second. We move quick here. Um, here we go. By the seat of our pants. The world's sperm smartest woman the, in the world. Yep, sperm of the moment. I mentioned something the last break. I didn't know what Shrove was. Shrove yeah. is derived from Shrive, refers to the confession of sins as a preparation for Lent, a usual practice in Europe in the Middle Ages. So the Christian tradition of Shrove today, Tuesday is now known more ex- uh, accessibly as Pancake Day. And if you take the pancakes out of the equation, most people have no idea what you're talking about. So what is all the fuss about the pancakes? Traditionally, using up fat, eggs, and milk to make pancakes before Lent is related to the period when Jesus 40 days in the desert praying to God, all the while with the devil trying to distract him. So because we want to be more Christ-like, Christians also want to spend the time Easter focusing on God instead of our earthly needs and wants. This is why many people try to give up chocolate or wine. The other important historical tradition linked to Shrove Tuesday is that it honors the Jewish tradition of Passover. Remember, Jesus was Jewish. Passover is all about the exodus of the Jews from slavery in Egypt, which you can read about in the Jewish Torah or in the Old Testament part of the Bible. So there's your religious lesson. So now I feel like a stupid, you know, you know, the problem with this is I could have asked anybody in Washmo about this. They would have told me because, you know, there are two things that you, you know, live in Washmo. You know, if you try to buy a house in Washmo now, if you try to move into Washmo, they'll, if you, if you're not Catholic, if you don't have a German name, you can't move in. That doesn't surprise me in Washmo. <laughs> if you have an Italian name, sorry, you can't move in. You're Catholic, but you're Italian. If if you have if you if you're Catholic and you have a name like Schwartz, eh, that's okay because you know Schwartz is, you know Schwartz is in German. No, no, black, black. Schwartz is black, and and if you have name like you know Strutman or or um, what's the other you know all the different names, uh, Tobin, you know. Um, Strotman, you know, all those kind of names, you can move into Washmo. But if you name like like Smith, Jones, sorry, can't move into Washmo. You're not Hildebrand. Yeah. Nope. Can't move into Washington. <laughs> I'm German, but I'm not Catholic, so I can't move into Washmo. So isn't that weird? I mean Boy, that's a relief. No, isn't that weird about, about different cities and things like that? I mean like I think it's just a small home mentality. I think that a lot of small uh Small towns are like that. Well, but actually, St. Louis is like that. Well, yeah, I mean, because it's the old thing of what high school did you go to? Because they want to know what your socioeconomic background is. Even if you went, yeah, but right. you know, when somebody comes up to me and says, you know, I've just moved here, I've lived here for six months, right? I always ask them, do you have friends? Have we been nice to you? And a lot of them will say no. Because we're not openly friendly sometimes. You're talking about the whole. And we don't. You're talking about the whole St. Louis area. Well, I I'm talking about St. Charles. Oh no! Hold on a minute. Oh yes. Nobody cares because here's the deal: if you move into an existing subdivision, right, it's hard to make friends. I don't think if that. you move into a new subdivision, that's it's not easy to make friends. No, because because people are all coming out. And wanting to meet their neighbors. No, they're not because nobody does that anymore. Everybody, I mean, yes, I don't, they do. I don't care where you live anymore. Nobody comes outside anymore. You know, nobody knows who their neighbors are. They no, do if it's a new neighborhood. No, they don't. Brad, you, you, yes, you they move do. move into your house because and you, I have lived in this neighborhood for almost thirty years. Right. I can count on one hand how many neighbors I know. 
Well, hold on a minute. Well, hold on. <laughs> I'll try to find. I know what you're going to play. <laughs> hold on a minute. Here's one of them. Hold on. <laughs> you know, every now and then I have to go outside and run the vacuum cleaner over the driveway just to make sure that my neighbors never talk to me. That's Shelly. Yeah, that's not me. That's Shelly with her southern accent. No, here's actually Shelly. My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. <laughs> that's why they don't that talk to you, Shelly. <laughs> that is a true statement. My neighbors never talk to me anyway because they think I don't own a bra. I'm pretty soon we're going to have a pickup truck on blocks. <laughs> Same trailer, different park. <laughs> but no, that's that's you you you're saying something that I've heard people say all over the country that people have gotten to the point back in the day you knew who your neighbors were and you know you're you know you're, you're, you know you know everybody in the neighborhood. Now people move in. I don't care if it's a new subdivision, old subdivision, if it's not even a subdivision, it's just like if it's you know a new subdivision, Main Street. It's a completely different vibe. Main Street and nobody cares who you are because they're too busy sitting at home because they don't want to talk to anybody. They're they're, they're gonna no, they're I think you're wrong. If you go up, here's what they're gonna do if you what? walk up to their house i don't care anybody this is i don't care this is this is st peter's this is washmo this is arnold missouri this is swansea illinois if you walk up to their house let's say you move into the neighborhood and you walk up to their house hey i'm gonna go say hey to my neighbors you're gonna walk up to their house you're gonna knock on their door and their ring doorbell is gonna go off and they're gonna be sitting inside i have no idea who that is i don't recognize a person we're not answering the door and you can knock on the door till till the the, the the you know the cows come home and they're not going to come out because that's the way people are nowadays nobody comes outside anymore they're inside well, i disagree with you oh you know what? although i will tell you i the I, one good thing from covid yeah well, actually, several good there's things. No like good things there's no good things from COVID. There's no good things from COVID. But um, is people were outside. People were outside. They were walking with their kids. I have no they idea. They were taking what... their kids to the park. <laughs> I don't know what world they you were live in. Going out as families. Shelly, it was beautiful. I can't. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. During COVID, nobody was anywhere. You not down Kisker. You drive down Chesterfield Valley, and it would be like it'd be like it was like nuclear wasteland. There was nobody anywhere because you were at the shops. But I will I'm go. I'm talking about. I drive through subdivisions, and and nobody was anywhere. Nobody was anywhere. The only that people, wasn't the case in my subdivision. The only people that were out were the people were the people inspecting my house and turning me into the to the housing inspector. That's the only people that were out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't believe I just said that. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Oh, look, it's 757. That's my neighbors. Hey, we're going to report him. There, there's a crack on, on, on his siding, and there's a little bit of, of, of caulking that's missing. We're going to report him to the county and have the inspector come out and, and, and fine him. Okay, that's my neighbors. That's like my crazy... My neighbors were sitting there writing me dissertations on Facebook Messenger that's... about how my dog barks the wrong way or that I need to uh, have my lawn guy clean up the retaining wall top and i said okay i'll do that as long as you take all the stuff off there every week and we have a five foot retaining wall on the back of our property yeah and she's put foo lala all up on the top of it you know where the who where did? there's a your neighbor did from where the your neighbor did yes is it whose wall is it it's mine and she's putting it's stuff ours. on your wall I'm sorry. She's putting stuff on your wall. Yes. You know what? You know, if I were you, I would call 
Vladimir Putin have then call in an airstrike on your neighbor. That's what I'd do. You need to take that back. I'd say, Vladimir, my neighbor's giving me grief. Nope. Can you come attack my neighbor? Nope. You know, bring some of those that. missiles in. And but can do you... you know, once I told her, if she starts taking her stuff off, then um, you, every week you, you, we'll have our lawn guy you know the take problem, care of that you know, back there. You know the problem she with never this? never email me back. I bet you any money that person's retired. Am I right? No, she no, she's not. Well, she needs she's to get younger than I am. She needs to get a hobby. That doesn't make that does make a difference. There are people who are twenty or retired. You know, they're they're trust fund kids. That's true because you know, they're they're trust, YouTubers. No, they're trust fund kids. Are either that or whistling diesel? You know, make make a million dollars a year and you know tear, tear stuff up. Whistling it's, diesel. It's what evs. It's to the point where it's like, you know, this is my problem in life. I'm on defense. What is your problem my, in life? My, my, I'm on defense. Talk. The people are always, you know, he, 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 and look at what he did. He did. He, 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 he. My, my classic That's true, one. they are. I told you the Randy Bluestone story where that lady in his office yes, was just yes, slicing and dicing me. And she had, I'm standing there in the doorway and she had no idea who I was. And she said, well, that Brad Hildebrand, he's a terrible person. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm standing right there. And Randy says, hey, Janie, do you know who that guy is right there? She goes, no, I have no idea. That's Brad Hildebrand. And she, she, Randy was still alive. I'd call him up. He'd tell that story. He would, he would tell that story. He'd love that story. This woman shows up in his office. I got to go. We're going to be late. I'll tell the rest of the story tomorrow. Shows up in his office and just excoriates me. And she's never met me. She has no idea. And I'm standing in the door People frame. do that a lot to you. Oh, I don't, I can't believe it. Anyway, it's 7.59. Say goodbye, Shelly. Goodbye, Shelly. Have a great day, everybody. Peace. I fly and happy Fat Tuesday.